What is up, everybody? Wherever you are listening from, however you are listening to this, thank you so much for joining me for another edition of Bauman's Breakdown, <coughs> part of the uh, Toledo Sports Network Sorry, got and uh, Podbean family. Come on, Mikey. Don't be joking about <laughs> Ebola, man. It's some scary stuff. Yeah, it is. It I'm is. Mike Bauman. I'm with, uh, as always, uh, George Clooney Stump Double Producer Extraordinaire Lady Killer, Mr. Oh, Mike yeah. Jameson. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I watched. I finally went and watched. Uh, uh, what's that movie with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock out in the space? Oh, Gravity. Gravity. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Not that impressed. I mean, the graphics were incredible. Incredible. Right. But right. and and I understand the point they were trying to make. But let's face it. You're not gonna you're not gonna be in a little jetpack and then go to the space center and then you're gonna get, take that jetpack and go to the Chinese space center or thing. I mean, I want to. But be, it was cool. I want to cool. be more adventurous, but you'll never catch me outside of planet Earth to yeah. be adventurous. Well, That's your, a, your boy you're pushing your luck a little bit there. Your boy's got Interstellar coming up, and that should be interesting. What's that? Matthew McConaughey's new movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You know what, Mike? I've always drove Lincolns <laughs> long before anybody paid me to drive one. Oh. Not because I thought it was cool or wanted to make a statement. <laughs> I just liked it. Right, there you go. You like that? There you go. You like yeah. that? Matthew McConaughey. I haven't heard him in a while. All right. Did we you have... see did you see my uh, my pep talk to the Texas football team? Yeah, it worked. Did you see that? It was great. Yeah, it worked. I didn't mean to preach, but you know, I had a lot of fun. You know, the thing is, boys, you got to remember when you're out there in the gridiron, you got to remember, why do I play this game? You know, I, I ask myself that all the time. I get a script for a movie and I go, "Why why do I like this movie? What do I like about this character?" You know? When I leave the set in my Lincoln MKZ 2014 available at dealerships everywhere in the United States, <laughs> I ask myself, what do I like about this character? My Does this character have something that it can contribute? Like movies, I do, like Mud and Lincoln Lawyer. That one was not in an MKZ. That was in one of my very first Lincolns that I drove when I decided to go into acting. But, you know, Mike, it's like, why, do, why does Mike Bauman do this podcast? You know, what's, what's the point? The point is to share music with people. It's to share love with people. You know, it's to get the word out about great bands. Like this week, we've got Boba Flex, baby. All right, all right. And you know what I like about Boba Flex? They just keep on living. L I V I N. That's right. L I live in. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's how they right. spell it down in Louisiana. Right. That's right. They that's got their little pirate it. ship going. They funded yeah. their own tour, doing their thing, making a profit. Don't need the music industry here, buddy. Boba Flex, Royal Bliss, October Rage. They're rocking across the United States right now. You can Incredible. check them out. You can check them out. But anyway, <laughs> haven't done him in a while. But uh, yes, this was a lot of fun. This week, I am bringing you my conversation with Marty McCoy from Boba Flex out of West Virginia. These guys have been around since the early 2000s. Their sixth release came out last year called Charlatan's Web. And as you know, Mikey, a charlatan is somebody who kind of purports to be something they're not. And we know a little bit about that, but we won't get we won't get <laughs> we won't get too much into that. But uh play great nice. record. You gotta play nice. Great record. Um 
I had a lot of fun talking to Marty. Actually got to go to the show in Toledo that they had with Royal Bliss and October Rage at Frankie's last Sunday. Got to talk to Marty. Got to talk to his brother, Sean. Um, just really, really nice guys. Really nice guys. Also got to talk to a couple of guys in October Rage. John, Kai, Will. I mean, all those guys are phenomenal. Keep an eye on October Rage out of Australia, too. Great guys. As well as Neil Middleton from Royal Bliss. And basically... These guys have been through the ringer in the music industry. Boba Flex has had fallouts with record labels and basically did not get the type of support from the music industry that they deserved. So they just said, screw it. (laughs) We're going to do this on our own. Started their own record label, BFX Records, to put out their own music. And they are doing phenomenal right now. They're playing shows all across the United States. If you have a chance to go out and watch them, do it because they put on an incredible, incredible live show, and they're a lot of they're just they're just a lot of fun to watch. And, and the cool thing is, is not only are they doing it their way, but their two first singles off of the new record, Charlatan's Web, "Bad Man" and "I'm Glad You're Dead," are the highest charting singles they've ever had. So that's a pretty good way to give your middle finger to the music industry by coming out with your own record on your own label. And your first two singles are the highest charting singles you've ever had. So check out Charlatan's Web. It's a great record. Got a really good live feel to it. And these guys are just good dudes, man. They'll talk to you. They'll have a shot with you, unless it's Jameson. <laughs> I kept asking. Then they'll uh, send me letters on 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 paper that uh, that they wouldn't use in a grade school and uh, tell us no. Well, I kept saying uh, they're, they're at the bar at the end of the show, and I say, hey, you guys want to do a shot of Jameson? He's like, no, N-O, we are not doing Jameson. But uh, Marty was awesome. Sean was great. Uh, just I, I can't say enough about these guys. And also Royal Bliss is an incredible band. Check out their, uh, their latest record, Chasing the Sun. And October Rage, too. A lot of people don't know about them yet out of Australia, but uh, they're back in the States now. This is a great tour for them. There's plans to do more touring in the springtime with these guys, so it's a lot of fun. You'll probably be hearing some more of uh, October Rage on Bauman's Breakdown coming up soon. I had a lot of fun talking to those guys. Incredibly nice dudes, incredibly talented, uh, just down-to-earth dudes. And that's what's cool about rock and roll and about the metal community is it really is a brotherhood. So you know, whether it's uh, little dudes like me who are trying to spread the word about bands or the bands themselves, you know, rocking out across the U.S. and wherever they go, it's it's really fun to go out and see the show and experience it live. So if you have an opportunity to do that, make sure you do it. Go to facebook.com backslash BobaFlex and you can see all the tour dates with uh, Royal Bliss and October Rage that they have coming up through uh, Thanksgiving. And then I think there's a little break ski for Christmas and plans to start touring again in uh, early 2015 so without further ado mikey yes sir i want to give people the interview my brother you know this this guy's a cool dude got a hell of a voice he also plays guitar awesome guy of boba flex everybody here is marty mccoy of boba flex well first man i just want to say thanks again for for taking the time how's the how's the tour been going oh amazing tours been going great um Josh and Royal Bliss are really good friends and, and tour a lot together. It's just always great to be on tour with those guys. I mean, it's a blast nonstop. So, I mean, I'm really happy. Yeah, it's uh, you you guys in uh, Royal Bliss, right, are, are kind of out on the road together right now? Yep, yep. We do that uh, quite a lot, actually. 
Yeah, and, and both both of you guys have kind of you know been through the ringer in the in the music industry, man. It's got it's got to feel good that uh, both of you guys seem to be picking up steam this year with with the the new music you have out. Um, it's a great feeling, actually. Um, I think that's why we're such close friends. Um, you know, we started we met each other about five years ago and had very similar stories, and, and just decided, well, you know, the music industry doesn't want anything to do with us, so let's do our own thing and we'll do it to get, we'll tour together twice a year. It's, it's been very successful every time we go out. So I mean, it's, it's kind of a little finger to the music industry that turns back on. <laughs> like, oh, we can still go out and sell out clubs and we don't need anybody. We can do it all ourselves. And for for you guys in Boba Flex, it's been uh, what has it been? Sixteen years now? Is it ninety ninety eight around there? Early two thousand that you guys have had this going? Yeah, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yep. And for for you and your your brother, um, how how long has it uh, music been something that uh, that you guys wanted to pursue? Was was it ever since you were kids that that you kind of knew you wanted oh, yeah. to do this? Absolutely, yeah. I knew when I was probably four years old that I wanted to. I wasn't going to go to work anywhere. I was going to play guitar and hopefully one day get paid for it. <laughs> what, what was there a lot of music in the household growing up, or was it was it stuff that you guys were just um, kind of around yeah, growing my, up? My dad was a guitar player and singer, and he had, like different kind of music is all bluegrass stuff. And, but yeah, music was always around. And there was always guitars and jam sessions going on. It was just something that that uh, I knew at a really young age. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and and, and uh, for you guys too, uh, you know, we, we kind of touched on it, but just uh, it, it seems like you guys just have battle in your blood, man. From from the the family stuff with the Hatfield McCoys, but also like you talked about, just the the stuff that you guys have been through in the music industry, and you know, having uh, you know to keep this thing going, having a, you know a few different members over the years. I mean, what what is it about uh, about you guys that just Nothing seems to to stop uh, sort of the tracks for you guys. Every, everything seems to kind of always be forward thinking for you. Um, it's the greatest job in the world. Like I, I went to, I was in the military and I went to college and I did all that stuff for a while. And just just playing music was the only thing. I, my father was the one that told me, you know what, college isn't for you. You're gonna, you want to be a musician, just do it. And just put your head down and do it. Don't look back. Yeah, man, and, there, and there's definitely something to be said for that and pursuing what you're passionate about. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm 26 and I I went to school and you know I don't I don't make too much uh, to to do music features and stuff, but I've loved music ever since I was a kid and and uh, I knew I, writing was always something that kind of w- was always in my blood. So it's like you got it, it feels a lot better when you go to bed at night that you know you're you're doing something that you love as opposed to waking up and going to a job for 30 years that you can't stand. You know and 
God knows I know enough people like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, companies, that was the crazy thing about, you know, being in a rock band. It's like, we've had major record labels come to us after the whole TBT thing went down. Major, I mean, the biggest record labels on, on the planet. Yeah, when Bury Me With My Guns came out, it was like everybody started stiffing back around Bobaflex to see, you know, they turned their backs on us and those guys are dead and Guns came out and blew up a radio and everybody's back. Hey, we'd like to, we'd like to, you know, talk about doing a deal with Bobaflex and it's just like, you know what, there's big companies who, they're not too big to fail. They can fall apart tomorrow. So we just decided, we'll start a run record label. We'll not, we'll not treat us like crap and we'll not uh, lie to ourselves and we won't, <laughs> We won't steal money from ourselves and all that stuff, and we'll just do it ourselves. It was, a, it was a scary move, but it's been the best move that we've ever made. Yeah, so so BFX is your guys' own imprint, huh? Yep, yep. Do everything on our own. We met all the distributors, we, you know, we, the people that in the music industry that we met that were good people we stayed in contact with and, and decided, you know, we know these people and we don't have to work for a major record label and pick the phone up and, and call these people up and, and, you know, meeting radio stations and DJs and, and program directors face-to-face and shaking hands and, and, and stuff like that has gone a long way in, in keeping the band alive. And it's just it's a different kind of industry and we somehow come out on the other side. Yeah, and I, thinking, you know? yeah, yeah, and I think I think too uh, with today's day and age in the music industry, it seems like a, a lot of bands that um, are true to true to their style and, and really know how to do stuff on, on social media and like you said, and going out to shows and meet and greets. I mean, all all that stuff seems to pay off for for people at a at a local level. And if they want to take it to a national level, there's there's a lot of uh, ways you can do that. Now, it's a lot of hard work for sure, but but it seems like. To have that creative control is is so important. Absolutely, it's hard work. Any anything you want to do is hard work anyway. Might as well be doing something you love. You know, breaking your back for something that you love instead of breaking your back for somebody else who didn't give you retirement anyway. Yeah, and for you guys, I think it's it's got to feel good too because uh, Bad Man and I'm I'm glad you're dead are aren't those both the highest the highest charting singles you guys have had on the radio? Absolutely, absolutely. It was. Uh, it's a really good feeling to see those songs move right past uh, other songs and, and things that, you know, become the impossible became possible. And I watched it with my own eyes and was in control of it myself. And I was like, wow, that was, I mean, it was just a great feeling. You're like, look how hot that song is on the chart this week. <laughs> Well, and I think it's. Uh, I wanted to ask you too about like the the concept of, of this record because a charlatan isn't that by definition somebody who's kind of like a, a fraud or somebody who's pretended to be something or not. Yeah. What What was the concept behind uh, this record? Um. Just everything that we dealt with from you know. It's just like a lot of people. Are, I mean, I hate to be cliche or whatever, but a lot of people are out to to cut you, you know, and stab you in the back, and, and we dealt with them all our lives and, and you know through the music industry that's a lot of all we met were people that you know yeah I'll do this I'll do this and pay me kid and not do anything and, and not answer their phone and, and we just decided that you know that was enough it's like Bobaflex is doing doing what we gotta do we're, you know the club shows are going really well and, and they're starting to get you know the shows are getting bigger and bigger and now we're not playing just little bars anymore we're playing you know venues and, and it's like why pay somebody when you're the one that's sending out the flyers and you're the one that's driving this 600 miles a night and 
like I'm not paying somebody that's sitting on their couch making phone calls and not looking at a map or not caring how far we have to drive every night or, or you know what I mean? It was just like, just get them out of the way. It's like everybody wants to dip into your money. I can do this for you for this much percentage. Right. It's like they, they never do very, very well their job. It's a wonder that people still have jobs. You know, not everybody, <laughs> but it just blows me away how when you think that you're on this big professional level, you still have to micromanage everybody because they're just as stupid as people on a, on a way lower level. They make the same mistakes and the same kind of, you know, blase, melancholy kind of things like don't take, don't want to pay attention to details. And all it's okay. I mean, you don't have to drive 15. It's only a 15-hour drive. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Drive 15-hour drive 10 times, in a, you know, 10 days in a row. It's exhausting. And it's, you know, working agents to everybody. It's like they just, they want to keep the band out there and work them, work them, work them as hard as they can go. And I like that. I like to work as hard as I can go. But I like doing it on my own terms where I don't split percentages with anybody. Because when you book your own tour, you tend to think about this 15-hour drive and how you're not going to do them, you know, what they actually feel like. Well, you know, it's a 10-hour drive from this place to this place, but it, it's, it's worth it. It's like, well, if you make $4,000 and have to drive 15 hours, you didn't really make $4,000. Right. You know, everyone's like, well, I got you this much money to go this far. But, you know, it's like, well, you just, you know, you know what guys cost? It's all the little things that people don't think about. It's like gas, maintenance, food. It's like it's an expensive thing out there. But, the, I mean, if you do it smart, there's a lot of money to be made and a lot of fun to be had. But if you don't pay attention and you and you let other people do things for you, you'll end up, you know, squandering all your money because people just, they don't care. They just want their 10%. They don't, they don't give a shit about, you know, what it's like to go on a three-month tour. I know it's hard to book a tour. It's even harder to go on the tour. Yeah, and I and I think a lot of people too on the outside looking in. I mean, just just even as a as a you know a guy who's been a fan of music for for my whole life and growing up with different influences and then and then having the opportunity to to write about it and get to do stuff like this and talk to artists like. You know, I, I I went to the uh, the Alter Bridge show up in Detroit uh, last Amazing night. Amazing band, by the way. Yeah, and, and super super down to earth uh, guys too. I mean, uh, really yeah. really nice guys. But they they were in Louisville the night before. You know what I mean? And, and they played for almost two hours last night. So I mean, it's it's just like what you're talking about. It's like, and they were amazing. You know, I, and I think people don't realize like. You still got to make that drive. Like, yeah, you might you might have that two hours where you got to pour your blood, sweat, and tears on the stage, but but you got to make the trip. All part of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, That's it, what I always tell people. Yeah, on the road, it's, I, I love being on the road, and I love playing music. So it's like our day starts very early and ends very late at night. Um, especially the more successful you get, you do radio interviews at eight o'clock. And you know, not only do you have to drive six hours, you have to be there at eight o'clock in the morning to sing on the radio, and then you got meet and greets, and you got uh, phone interviews, and, and sound checks, and lunch. And, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a it's a crazy regimented schedule. It's way more schedule than you you know than you would think a, a rock band you think oh it's just you drink liquor and go play songs it's like no that's not really how it works <laughs> i mean you definitely drink liquor and you definitely play songs but that's <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff to do there's scheduling and hotels and bus drivers to take care of 
it's a lot of fun though. I mean, I love it all. Like, I love it all. I love pulling into the venue, opening up the trailer, and you know, sound checking and pulling the equipment out, changing strings on guitars. I mean, we do everything. Like, we cut everybody out. We're like, we'll just do it ourselves. Save money, save money. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. It's like I love it. Love getting to a new venue, sound checking. And, and dinner's at four, and it's just so much, you know what I mean? It's just really cool to have that. It seems like a lot of chaos, but it's a lot of planned, scheduled chaos. It's awesome. I can't get enough of it. And when you guys, um, when you're on a schedule like that, I mean, uh, obviously you've been at this a long time. Uh, how have you learned to sort of keep fresh over the years on a, on a daily basis as far as just kind of having your mind right and your body right and your, and your voice and everything right? I mean, is there, are there any things that you, that you guys do or just have learned over the years in terms of being able to get up and be, be ready for the show? Do you have to stop drinking like a crazy alcoholic every night? That's about <laughs> all you have to do. It's pretty amazing what your body will go through if you don't pour alcohol in it uh, every single night for nine hours. Is that is that yeah. hard? Because people, I'm sure, probably want to buy you shots and stuff at the end of the show. Is it hard to, to kind of, to, to you know, maintain that? It's, it's definitely a balancing act. You'll definitely wake up, go, oh, no. <laughs> I, have to deal, I have to deal with the decision I made last night. But, uh, I mean, it, like I said, it's a blast. Just, you know, the more you tour and... and when we first started out, I mean, I remember loving the party and 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 just being crazy and and, and thought that's how it was supposed to be. And then the more we toured, and the older we got, I was like, oh yeah, remember the main thing is is music and playing the show correctly, and making sure that everybody was on point and on fire. And, and that's it, you know, it starts out your priorities get a little different after after you've done it for a long time. It's like, okay, I love this. Yeah, I've drank a million bottles of Jaeger and and done a million crazy things. Now, what I'm really concerned with is did the show sound good and were the songs tight and was the set list flow right and you know what I mean? Just kind of like really honing the craft. And to me, that's what's the most fun is, is really working on things and, and at the end of the night feeling like we nailed everything. Like our merch set up beautifully and, and was at the right spot in the club. And, for, you know, at the right spot in the venue for the most traffic and, and the lights went off like they were supposed to right after the first song and I just like when everybody on the team it's a really tight knit unit and, and it, it works the same way it, it, the band tightens up the crew tightens up everybody tightens up the machine it, when it's uh, oiled well it runs so smooth and it's a very very cool feeling yeah, and listening to, uh, to to Charlatan's Web too, I gotta imagine that this these songs are a lot of fun to play live because that that record has a real real live feel to it. Like every every single song seems like it, it would be fun to to jam on stage with the fans. It is, it is. Like I, I love doing this record. This was the most fun um, I had to doing a record. Um, we'd actually made money and, and weren't you know flying by the seat of our pants, and, and we actually got to have food at the studio and, and hotel rooms and, and take our time and work on things and it wasn't nearly as stressful as the last couple records. Um, we actually had a budget and, and, <laughs> and time and, and it was just a, there, wasn't, there was hardly any stress whatsoever doing this record. It was just fun and everyone had great ideas and everyone worked really hard and there was just a, a lot of laughing and high-fiving and that was awesome. Try it again. You know, that kind of thing instead of hurry up. We're, this is costing <laughs> us this much an hour. Go, go, go. It wasn't like that this time. It's a definitely uh, way cooler experience. Kind of felt like a rock star. Got to set the studio for 
long time with my sunglasses on. So they again, <laughs> try this, try that, let's try this amp, change these strings. Got to do all the really cool stuff that I dreamed about doing a record instead of go, 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 it, it is what it is, we only had a week, you know what I mean, that kind of thing, so it was awesome. Where did you guys uh, record this one at? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. There's a uh, studio called Sonic Lounge in Greg City, Ohio. That's one of the coolest uh, studios in the country. One of my best friends, Jeff Beers, uh, owns it. He's just amazing, dude. Awesome engineer, awesome producer. Uh, studio is top notch. It's uh, the board came from Olympic Studios in London. The board itself is famous. It's a uh, niche. Big, huge, famous new console that like Eric Clapton and everybody's recorded on. And it just blows me away that it's that close to my house and, and my best friend owns it. And it's just like I love to record, even when I'm not in the studio, when I'm off the road, I'm always hanging out there. I love that. Is that the one that's like uh, like a big barn that's kind of like turned into a studio, or am I thinking of a, a different studio? I think that's the Sonic Ranch in okay. Texas. Okay, okay. This place is, uh, used to be an old AT&T building, and there's an amazing pizza place. Tristan is right next to it. It's just really cool. Like I, like I said, the, the guy that owns it and, and all the guys that work there just have become dear friends of mine, and I can't really go. If I'm home, I'm always over there. I can't stop going there. And, and for this one, was it just uh, the the live feel? Did that just come out from just having so much fun and just being able to relax when you were recording? Is it is it just kind of what naturally came out of you guys, or, or did you go into it kind of more conscious of wanting to to make songs that uh, that you could translate to the stage? Um, it was it was kind of a, a it was a conscious effort. Yeah, like we wanted to to strip down a little bit more in the studio and not layer up a bunch of guitar. This album is not, there's only two guitars on each song, and you know what I mean? It's like the, the band, it's the band on the record instead of all the cool studio tricks and all that stuff. So it was just more about playing the music tight and, and being a very, you know, proficient at our instruments and, and, and not, you know, using all the crazy delay tricks. And, and there's 10 guitars on the chords here. And, Yeah, it, it, I mean, it really, it really was was honestly, and I'm not, I'm not just saying that because you're nice enough to talk to me too. I mean, it really, it did, it did come out sounding really well in terms of the live presence. You know, I mean, it, you could, you, you could definitely feel that coming through on the record, man. Well, I've heard that a lot from people. It's like you guys are really good live. Um, your records are great, but they don't sound, you know, like you do live. So we're, we're, that was a, that was the point. Let's just go in there. Apparently, people like the way we sound live. Let's try to catch it on the record. I think we got pretty damn close. <laughs> if, you could, if we could spill alcohol on each record, so when you open it up, you could smell the alcohol. It'd be as close to the live experience as you could get. 
And what have uh, what have uh, Dave and Jimmy brought to the table for you guys? I know I know they're both uh, recent additions within the last year, right? What, how have those guys fit into okay. sort of the Bubba Dave's Flex family? Probably almost, he's come around two years now. Okay, and a half, almost two years. Dave's awesome. Dave brought in positive energy. Um, he's a real gunslinger guitar player, and then out of nowhere he starts singing, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> I mean, he's just he's a great singer and he's, he's one of those guys Jimmy's the same way Jimmy's you, you can get done sound checking and you'll be like where's Jimmy and Jimmy's sitting on the uh, on the back of the trailer playing the acoustic guitar they're just always playing and really really coming up with ideas and really like their instruments and just that kind of thing where I wouldn't say we got stale but we, we've been doing it so long you know it's like if I get some free time I'm taking a nap or or you know relaxing and, and these guys brought it back to the table well if I got some free time there's you know three acoustic guitars on the bus and then we ended up you know end up playing on eight hour drives ended up playing four and five hours and writing songs and, and they just really really you know it brought a fresh spark back into the band like let's what do you mean you're not going to play guitar today let's go we at least play an hour a day that kind of thing just really happy to be there and really positive energy and, and really good players man great players like yeah it's, it's, it's a joy to be around them they, they, they enjoy being there they're not looking at me like well find more shows you know they're like well I wish you know we had 20 more shows let's go and they love every bit of it and it's brought me back into less the business side more the artist side and, I, and it's, it's been a really really nice like breath of fresh air yeah, and I think it's I think it's cool too listening to the songs because they are they're all really kind of anthemic and foot stomping, and you guys you guys do something too where where a lot of you guys are singing and, and harmonizing too. It's not just it's not just one guy you know belting out the the words, which I think is is kind of cool because it's kind of more of like a jam band feel. Yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of like I remember the bands that I grew up with, like or I didn't grow up with, but you know, I found records and stuff. But like uh, Pink Floyd and the Eagles and, and Kiss and, and where everybody sang. It's like when I was growing up and my dad would have these jam sessions, um, everybody in the house could play. You know, there'd be eight guys sitting there and, and uh, you know, a beautiful woman with a violin and they would all switch instruments and all sing harmonies and this guy would sing lead or this, you know, this lady would sing lead and my dad would sing lead on the next song. I just, just kind of how I thought it was always supposed to be. It's like, if you're going to be in the band you gotta be able to sing or what's the point of you being here <laughs> and uh and what are what are the plans for the rest of 2014 I know um you got you guys have some more dates uh on this tour you've got Toledo coming up I think is that that one's Sunday I believe right yeah yeah that's a really nice club too I love that place you guys are gonna be at Main Street right I think so Main Street okay yeah yeah I'm... I think so is it Main Street or is it uh or is it Mickey, Mickey Finn's? One of those. I think it's one of those. <laughs> right on. We should get that right for the article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, trust me. I'll have it right, my friend. <laughs> I'll right, have it right on, right on. Um, yeah, we're out for our impact date for the new single. Um, my brother is actually working, finishing up the video right now. We had a, a day off, so he jumped jumped in the vehicle and rode down and, and finished editing the video with the, our buddy Paul from Cool World Photography and John Payne and a bunch of really awesome dudes that, that we do because we do all our own videos too and direct them ourselves we got some cool guys that own some companies that are amazing and can't live without them and so Sean's doing the video our impact date for the single is October 28th um, so we're running and going on this record um, we're working on a new record and recording songs every chance we get but we've got a couple 
couple more singles on this record and, and it's been a really cool thing to, to be able to pick and choose what songs we want to do and, and take our budget and get radio with it and, and we're going to continue to do that until until it's time for a new record so we're thinking probably January, February we're going to jump back to the studio and start working on a new record but we're touring until the end of the year okay. we have 51 shows left with Royal Bliss and then we're going to get Christmas off this year come home for Christmas and then right back at it start a new record and hit the, hit the road again with a new album Sounds good, man. Yeah, and you guys, you guys are at uh, at Main Street, which that is that's a really cool cool place because it's got that two sided bar where people can kind of hang out on the one side, and then the the stage and everything is on the other side. Yeah, yep, it's a really cool place. Cool place. Well, Marty, I, I can't thank you enough, man. It's been a lot of fun talking to you, and I, I hope the the rest of the year and the and the show in Toledo is awesome, man. Thank you, man. Thanks for doing this, Lord. Really appreciate it. Hey, anytime, man, anytime. Like I said, I mean, I, I write about it, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that's trying to critique and review stuff. I just, I just like, you know, trying to put the band's story on paper and, and share music with people, man. Truthfully, that's that's really what it's all about. So, I, I anytime anybody wants to, to do a story in, in Toledo, you know, whether it's a local band or a national act like you guys coming through, I try to get on it, man. So, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it too, man. Anything you need from us, don't hesitate to call. You got my number, brother. All right, sounds good, man. Alright cool, thanks again. Alrighty Dighty, that was Marty McCoy, vocalist, guitarist, good dude, out of Boba Flex. Make sure once again you check out their latest album, Charlatan's Web. You can follow them on Twitter at Bobaflex. You can also follow them on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Bobaflex. And you can also check out their YouTube channel. These these guys do a lot of their own music videos, and they're very well done. You go to youtube.com backslash user backslash the official BobaFlex. Actually, they just uh, got done doing uh, their latest music video for their latest single off of Charlatan's Web. So you'll be seeing that, I'm sure, on their social media stuff. But uh, really good dudes. If you're listening to this, uh, by the time it gets up, they are going to be moving into the western United States uh, as part of their tour with Royal Bliss and October Rage. On the 21st, they're going to be at Casper, Wyoming at the Wonder Bar. And then on the 23rd, they're going to be in Spearfish, South Dakota, then in Fargo, then in Bismarck uh, uh, in the 23rd, the 24th, and the 25th. So if you're listening to this and you're in the western United States or the central United States and, and you're within driving distance, make sure you go check these guys out, man. Like I said, couldn't have been nicer guys. It was so awesome to get to talk to them a little bit after the show, although Sean almost gave me nightmares. Uh, <laughs> Sean McCoy, uh, big horror fan, and uh, was talking about Damnation Game, I believe it was called, which was... Uh, I think the first Good Christian book, band, right? I think, I think it was the first book done by uh, the guy who who did Hellraiser. If you remember that back in the eighties, oh, yeah. just really twisted stuff. Man. I mean, it was great talking to him, but boy, uh, that that Damnation Games it was. Uh, I I had had um, you know a shot and a beer or two, and I was like, dude, this is. Uh, I'm going to have some weird dreams tonight, but it's been great talking to you, man. <laughs> but really, super nice guy, and actually, what's cool. You know, the history of this band is brought up a lot, too, because the McCoy brothers are actually relatives of the Hatfield and McCoy family feud from way back in the day that Mr. Kevin Costner actually uh, did a show about 
um, because he was a big fan of a uh, big history guy and, and, and just uh, that was just an incredible family feud in America back in the day. So these guys are related to the McCoys, but I think it's really cool that they've been able to make their own name. They're doing it the way that they want to do it. They didn't need permission from the music industry to do it. They just said, the hell with it. We're going to do it our way. And you know what? They've got, they've got people coming out to their shows. They've got a good following. And their new record has done great so far in terms of radio plays. So wherever you are, request Boba Flex on your local radio station. Request Royal Bliss and request October Rage, you know, because there's still some good local DJs out there that take requests. We've got a great one here in Toledo and Peapod at 100.7 The Zone who's doing a great job putting local music out there and uh, not only local music but taking requests. So make sure you request these guys, man. I mean, it, more people need to know about Boba Flex. More people need to know about Royal Bliss and more people need to know and will know about October Rage. I can assure you that. So that's what's fun about doing this podcast is being able to share this music with you guys, being able to get the word about about good people and good bands and good music. So that's what it's all about, Mikey. Just got to keep on living, man. L-I-V-I-N. You know what I'm saying? You can do your own thing. That's a good thing. Exactly. Exactly. And we're doing it at Toledo Sports Network. And, uh, you know, we're doing it with, with Bauman's Breakdown. Actually, this has been. We started this podcast like two years ago. Now, yeah, we took it's a little a break. Took a little break when I was uh, at my other job in marketing before I kind of came back to what what uh, I love the most, which is doing this stuff and uh, doing the sports stuff. If you want to read the story on Boba Flex that I did for Toledo Free Press, you can read that at ToledoFreePress.com. And also, as I say all the time, any of you musicians or bands that are listening to this, please. Please follow me on Twitter, not because I'm narcissistic and uh, but you are. insecure and I, you I are. need more Twitter followers to feel you, good you about are. myself. You are. you are. Please. But uh, in all seriousness, I really just enjoy sharing music with people. So I don't care if you're a local band that, that uh, people outside of your own town aren't familiar with yet. I don't care if you're one of the biggest bands on the planet. Get a hold of me. We'll have some fun. We'll chat it up. And uh, I will share the podcast with people because there are people literally all over the world listening to this. I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. It's just a fact, buddy. And it's awesome. And I want to thank all of you listeners for uh, helping make this uh, grow and, and helping people spread the word about good music. So follow me on Twitter at mbauman5, M-B-A-U-M-A-N, and the number 5. And uh, send me a direct message. Send me a link to your music, and hopefully we can work something out and get a podcast so I can share your stuff with people because that's what it's all about. It's about sharing the love and sharing the music. Ain't that right, Mikey? Got to share that love. By the way, what are you listening to lately? I know you have a very eclectic taste. You're a uh, DJ extraordinaire, as we talked about on the last show. By the way, I want to make a quick correction on the last show. I got like four hours of sleep. (laughs) <laughs> when we recorded that that morning, Miles Kennedy from Alter Bridge, super nice guy. The Slash record, World on Fire, is out. It has been out since September. I said it was coming out in a couple of months because I had what is known as a brain fart. And uh, so I messed that up. That's out now. It's getting a lot of radio play. Actually, I think the last time I checked, World on Fire is uh, number one on active radio, active rock radio right now. So it's a good time to be Slash and Miles Kennedy. But that record is already out. I digress. I apologize for the mishap. But sometimes when you don't get a lot of sleep and you have some weird dreams, you wake up and you say some things that uh, aren't always correct. I'm going to have nightmares now. 
But uh, oh, come on, Mikey! I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna hear that voice in my nightmares. Oh, come on! But but yes, I I really, trample thoughts. I really I, can, I really do genuinely want to know what are you listening to right now? You know, you're gonna kind of freak out at me because I've got you know I got the the high end Pandora on my phone now, and I have an incredible sound system in my F150. Right. It, I, I don't know why I have an incredible sound system when I bought <laughs> it. It just I'm like, you got to be kidding me! This is incredible. I listen to a lot of the old stuff, you know, a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, and things like that. But lately, lately, I've been getting into, and, and it's kind of, uh, uh, well, you're gonna laugh at me, but I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I, I listen to a lot of bluegrass music lately. I really have been. I'm not gonna laugh at you. For I that. mean, I. It brings back memories of my grandpa. You know, I play guitar, I play bass, and I, you know, did a lot of. <clears throat> bluegrass stuff but uh but and then i listen to a lot of like hardcore blues stuff you know that uh that you know obviously the stevie rays and the, the old bb king stuff but there's some there's some new stuff out there uh i and i i forget the guy's name because all i do is i had duke divine is this guy's name and he he's got some really good stuff old gary moore stuff i love a lot of hard guitar you know santana stuff things like that yeah i like it now another question I want to ask you a little brain burner real quick. What was the first album that you remember listening to that that you to this day when you put it in you have to listen to it front to back because it had that big of an impact on you? Hmm. Well, we're going back to eight tracks now. Okay. Okay. Now from the uh, from the just the nice relaxing thought side, uh, James Taylor's greatest hits. I would put that thing in. I could, I could right now sing you every song on that. I just used to listen to it all the time. That song, that uh, Pink Floyd, of course, uh, not the Wall, um, the one before the Wall. I can't even remember. Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. And then uh, uh, um, another one that I used to listen to all the time. <laughs> You're gonna laugh at me. Uh, Super Tramp, Breakfast in America. Love that 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 whole freaking eight track. <laughs> And uh, and a band called Pablo Cruz. Pablo Cruz. I'm not. Find I've heard of Supertramp. In the sun. Find heard of Supertramp, but I'm not. I'm not familiar with Pablo Cruz. What What were their big their big songs? Well, this is yeah. This is Supertramp. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but I, I could bit. hook it up to my system. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I Supertramp's got some good stuff, and then, uh, but yeah, I like it. I like it. I love that kind of music, you know. It's just It's a different time, man. You're bloody well right. We should see if we can get uh, licensing rights for them and use that as the intro to the show, you know? <laughs> That's a good song for the uh, for It'd the be open. cool. Yeah. I, I, like I would it. probably do that. Uh like I said, Gary Moore, Peter Frampton. Around? Let's see if we can get Super Tramp on the podcast, man. Do a little throwback week or something. That that might be good. I, I'm gonna see if I can find Pablo Cruz here. And do it. Pablo Cruz and uh, there we go. She's kicking in a little bit. Yeah. Now we're gonna get an email from like Warner Brothers. You yeah, all yeah, can't yeah, use yeah. that more than thirty seconds now. Yeah, you you can't do that. Well, we just you we can't just do changed that. over. So it's um. Isn't it amazing that the roadblocks in this country when you try to do something cool? I mean, we won't get into that, but it's just but, amazing. well, the roadblocks are there because people like you and me aren't taking advantage to make money but there are so many people on the dark side that right, are yeah that's why it's like that money know? really is the and root of sucks. all evil it's it really sucks, sad man it's really really sad but you know what doesn't suck 
Boba but, Flex, yeah, Marty McCoy. Marty, if you listen to this, thank you for taking the time. I also want to thank Doug uh, for setting everything up. Uh, their media guy was awesome. Gave me everything that I needed for the story and for the interview. Was was uh, incredibly nice guy. Um, and I also want to thank uh, the other bands. Like I said, Royal Bliss, getting to talk to Neil was a lot of cool. Uh, getting to talk to the dudes from October Rage was really awesome. John and I talked for a while. Also got to talk to Kai for a little bit. Uh, just really, really good guys in that band, man. And um, I'm excited to see them overseas here in the States trying to make a name for themselves because they are very talented and have a good sound. And uh, you can always tell when you go to a live show, too, if the bands are really into what they're doing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You can you can always tell when you go out and see it for yourself live what the show's like, how they work the crowd, how they interact with people. And all these guys were just awesome dudes, man. So uh, thank you, guys. It was fun. Glad they came through little old T-Town, and I, I hope to see them again. I definitely think that uh, there's potential here. We've got a couple of decent venues. Frankie's is always fun. Uh, Main Street, the old main event, also down there on the east side is really cool. Oh, Mikey's jamming. He's head bombing a little bit. Yeah. Mikey's head bobbing a little bit now. Who is this that you got this on? This is Pablo Cruz. This is Pablo Cruz. All right. Get down a little Pablo Cruz. You like the slow build stuff, you know? See, if we make See, there's a, another one we could use as an open. If we make a movie about your life, you know what I mean? This is it's very cinematic, you know? Yep. I can picture you pulling up in your truck, you know, with your mullet and your acid wash jeans from 1983. <laughs> Pulling up to buttons. Hey, Susie, I'll see you inside. All right. Listen to that, though. It is, man. It's got soul. It's got some soul. Listen to the bass line. I'm, I'm a bass line guy. Good stuff. And I, I don't know where they're at. <laughs> I don't know where they're at now, but, um, but uh, good stuff. We should shut this off, Mike. We should. We should. But hey, thanks everybody once again. Want to say thanks to Neil, thanks to Marty, thanks to Sean, thanks to Nick, Will, Kai, and John and October Rage. I will be getting in touch with y'all shortly. But uh, once again, check out BobaFlex at facebook.com backslash BobaFlex and on Twitter at BobaFlex. Pick up their latest album, Charlatan's Web. You will not be disappointed if you just like good old rock and roll that's live and that sounds just like it's hitting you in the face and you can picture yourself being at the show that's exactly what they did on their latest album. They were cool guys. So thanks again to Marty. Thanks again to Doug. Thanks again to all of you for listening to uh, this little podcast that I'm doing, man. I really appreciate it. I started it with just the pure notion that I wanted to share music with people. I wanted to share good people with other people. And you guys are checking it out. And it makes me feel good. And I really just genuinely want to say thank you to you guys because it's at the end of the day, that's what it's really all about is sharing good music with people and, uh, you know, getting getting the word out about good people in the music industry who are doing cool things. So thank you. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at mbauman5. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your feedback. Even if you think the show stinks, that's fine. You know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, guys, uh, you know, stinky guys like me and Mike Jameson who... Dave Truman's probably right and right. You're getting ready to yeah. type it out now. Oh, uh, he's talking <laughs> too much. Uh, uh, uh. But, uh, you know, guys like me and Mike Jameson, you know, we, we, we are, uh, we enjoy being on the pirate ship. We enjoy doing, Innovators. We enjoy uh, doing things that uh, make us happy. And at the end of the day, we all got to put food on the table, you know, so I, I always hold down what I got to hold down to, to provide for myself. But uh, 
this would be really cool to make a living at. It would be awesome because um, I just love sharing music with people, man. That's what it's all about. And we all have those shows, Mikey, yourself included, where you were like, I saw that band when nobody was talking yep. about them, and then they blew up. And it's and it's fun to be part of it at the ground floor because especially when they're cool, they're always going to be cool. Even when they do blow up, they're still going to be those down-to-earth dudes. But this is the time when you can go out and see these shows, not spend a, a lot of money, and just have a good time, throw back a couple of shots with them if you're of age, don't drink. If you're underage, it's not cool. But have fun. Share music with people. Share the love with people. Mikey's got a role. He's got stuff to do. I got stuff to do today. I actually am uh, am going to the Pearl Jam concert tonight in Detroit, which I'm super excited about. Uh, I've been listening to those guys for a long time, so that's going to be a lot of fun. But for Mike Jameson, I am Mike Bauman. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Peace.